This is a quarter hour podcast. It's uh, 8.40 a.m. Arabian Standard Time. Um, Omar W.J. speaking. Got a riddle to start with. Uh, well, life is always a riddle, but um, what's uh, got eight legs <coughs> and is worth half a million U.S. Um, Lady Gaga's Bulldogs. Lady Gaga, uh, her dog walker got shot. I didn't say he was killed. And um, then there was a ransom demand for uh, two of the dogs. One of the dogs ran off, so she had three dogs. And she's too busy to walk her own dogs. But, um, um, let's see. I don't know if they uh, paid the ransom or not, but um, um, uh, the dogs returned by a woman, okay, uninvolved and unassociated with the theft and shooting. Police Captain Jonathan Tippett told the Associated Press, okay, the, um, this woman got was made chancellor of schools, high schools in NYC, and she liked the Wakanda Forever salute. Um, and there's I saw a statue of the reality TV president, uh, number forty-five, while well, he ha- held the office. He's uh, wearing a red tie, red flip-flops, and a jacket, uh, and U.S. flag short, flag shorts, gold statue. It's being, being compared to the golden calf that the Israelites had made from their gold. They melted to make a statue. Uh, this is when Moses was up on, up on the Moses, peace be unto him, was up on the mountain, um, getting the Ten Commandments. Um, his community got tired of waiting, so they melted down their gold and made a, a golden calf. Um, let's see, they got cursed with the plague as a result. Um, and there's still 40 prisoners at the Guantanamo Naval Station over there in Cuba. Um, it's pretty sad. Let's see. Corporate America is fueling a race war to, to deflect attention from inequality. So I, so I read a headline somewhere. Um, let's see. I thought that was a pretty good riddle. What walks on eight legs and is worth half a million U.S.? Two of Lady Gaga's bulldogs. Okay, so I got some other things I already recorded, and I will play those while I look at uh, Reuters to see if there's anything there. In this case, can apply to any multitude of animals. 
basic idea is pretty simple. In order to spread, viruses need to infect people. If enough people are immune, they create a sort of barrier that keeps a virus from finding new people to infect, and in the process, protects people who aren't immune. That's herd immunity. The concept has been around for more than a century. In fact, one of the earliest mentions came in 1921 from Oregon State University in reference to a nasty bacterial disease in cows. Figuring out how many cows, humans, or any other animal need to be immune to protect the whole herd depends on how infectious a disease is. This is the R value. It refers to how many people each sick person is expected to pass a virus on to. A disease like Ebola has an R value of around two. If nobody did anything to slow it down, a sick person would infect two others. Smallpox has an R value of closer to four. And this seemingly small change makes a huge difference in how quickly each disease spreads. But everything turns around when we get enough immunity to drop the R value below one. At that point, the virus can't spread as easily, and it eventually fizzles out. The more infectious the disease, the more immune people we need to drop that R value down below one. With an R value of two, you only have to cross 50% immunity. At R equals four, that herd immunity goal rises to 75%. For COVID-19, estimates are we'll need at least 70% immunity to get us back to normal. For most of human history, the only way to get herd immunity was to let a disease run its course. Okay, so uh, Sweden's been doing that, and they have a much higher death toll than um, um, Finland and Denmark. Sure, was uh, thirty-six point four degrees today, um, last day of February, last last February twenty. 21 I'll ever see. Um, so I found this tale, and uh, let me read it to you. I just read the start of it about this uh, intern who's getting thrown under the bus. Former SolarWinds CEO Kevin Thompson told representatives from the House Oversight and Homeland Security Committees that the solar, uh, this is in quotes, SolarWinds123 passed password which protected a server at a company was related to a mistake an intern made and they violated our password policies. Thompson explained to lawmakers that the intern had posted the password on their own private GitHub account. As soon as it was identified and brought to the attention of my security team, they took it, they took that down. Password security problem dates back to at least 2018. Okay, so you know, um, I thought it was some kind of um, um, some kind of um, North Korean Superman that did that. Um, according to CNN, Kumar showed SolarWinds that the password allowed him to log in and deposit files on its server. This is a way for any hacker to upload malicious software to SolarWinds, the researcher said. Um, let's see, Kumar, who is Kumar? Security researcher Vinath Kumar told Reuters that he warned SolarWinds that anyone could upset, up, access its update server using SolarWinds 123. CNN reported that the 
password had been accessible online since at least June 2018. So that's the way they um, they get you. Um, <clears throat> Representative Katie Porter, Democrat of California, told SolarWinds officials at the hearing, I've got a stronger password than SolarWinds to stop my kid, uh, then SolarWinds123 to stop my kids from watching too much YouTube on their iPad. Huh, my kid, my son, I don't know what he's watching. I don't know if he's watching the phone or um, I think the PC that I gave my wife is still working. Uh, a lot of the controllers are broke from overuse. Um, uh, Kevin Mandia, CEO of FireEye, security, cybersecurity company that discovered the hack has said we may never know the scope of the attack. Yeah, it's a secret attack, and they don't want to tell you um, how you know how everybody got to see their see their ass, as they used to say back in the day. The bottom line: we may never know the full range and extent of damage and we may never know the full range and extent as to how the stolen information is benefiting an adversary unless we do know that one of the casualties of the attack okay so let's see what else i went to mcdonald's for breakfast a couple days ago i like those uh, sausage egg mcmuffin sandwiches to me, it's just like, um, almost like Eggs Benedict, um, which I really like. Um, it's too bad they don't put hollandaise sauce on it, on it um, or give little packets of it. So I'm, you know, waiting for my order, and this guy's got to come and stand right next to me and start talking on his phone. You know, this whole place is empty, and he chooses to come and stand by me and talk to me. I mean, talk on his phone. It's like, you know... You know, and not, not, you know, t- takes his mask down to talk on the phone. Um, so they uh, check, or I, I guess I can, um, um, you know, give nasty feedback the next time I'm, next time I go there. Maybe I'll go there tomorrow just so I can um, give them some nasty feedback. It's, you know, they have this thing on the, on the receipt. Um, um, you know, makes me sound like a crank. Um, I just don't want to die an absurd death. My grandfather went to the USA when he was 18. His brother went with him. They were working in a logging camp. I think he had to work like two years to get the passage, pay for his passage. I mean, um, you know, money was just that tight in, the, in Finland, and it was still part of Russia, our czarist Russia. Um, and... Um, so, uh, you know, he goes there with his brother and his brother, and, you know, they're in a logging camp and they find his brother dead. Um, a bottle broke over his head on, by the railroad tracks. And she get, my mother must have written a family history where she collected all these, uh, all these anecdotes. Um, um, what do I want to say? Um, I don't want to die an absurd death, you know? Yeah, I don't think anybody does. And one more thing, I think. Still got a few minutes here, I believe. How much time? Yeah, one more thing. Just sitting around here and I record my thoughts. Okay. Oregon Public Broadcasting. 
Oregon Public Broadcasting. Sorry, I already got that one. I guess I got everything re recorded. Just a moment. Okay, we got my homework. Um, I didn't see anything on uh, Reuters. Um, I'm real proud of my riddle. What's well, got eight legs and it's worth half a million bucks. Oh, and um, let's see, that didn't even make the news the second time. Still got articles about Lawrence Ferlinghetti in my Google News feed. A song no one remembered, a podcast that's hard for to forget. On reply, all the hosts PJ Voigt and Alex Goodman explore all that's delicious and weird. Okay, and that's from the New York Times. And there's a paywall, and I can't see that. So if you're interested, um, Google that. Such a pretty face. What it's like to date while fat. This is from Vox. Um, culture tells us that bodies like mine are impossible to love. Don't believe it. My first love went to art school, and early in our courtship, he invited me to a student show of his photography. Hunting photographs hung on the walls, a ghastly kind of self-portrait of his changing body. He had started testosterone shortly before we met, and the double exposed photographs seemed to show his body as a specter, as the bodies, as the hormones took root. We lived two states away from each other, and on the weekends we would meet in the middle of Boston, spending long days together. He wrote me letters nearly every day, and I responded like clockwork. His love letters landed like a blow, knocking the wind out of me. I wrote back on thick paper, sometimes sprayed with perfume. He put the letters up around his bedroom mirror. Okay. Um, this, let's see. Uh, she was fat. Um, and she weighs 342 pounds. And her um, BMI is... Super morbidly or obese or obese, and that's on Vox.com under such a pretty face. Um, you can read the rest. I don't really want to read about fat women. Um, there's, um, uh, let's see, I don't know if I can say I can't get, I couldn't get it up with a fat chick. Unless she just can't get it up. Okay, so let's see. Uh, this is 15 minutes long and 45 seconds. Sorry. Excuse me for adding about the fat chicks. Um, um, so it's going to be nice 
The weather's supposed to be a little bit warmer than today. Um, it's supposed to be sunny. This is Omar WJ, quarter hour podcast, and it's 8.56 um, a.m. Arabian Standard Time.